Sign up for SDG&E's Smart Thermostat Program. Your business will save money by helping the power grid, and you'll be an energy hero. Find out about money-saving programs for your business at sdge.com slash save the day. Okay, let me see. Shelly Way, 94.1. Okay. Um, actually, um, just, just iHeart, iHeart Radio. Oh, I okay. Heart, um, my podcast is called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. Oh, okay. So that's the podcast we're doing. Okay. It's not going to be on. But I am with Star 94.1 San okay. Diego and, and 104.3 My FM Los Angeles. Okay. Those are the two stations I'm on. But um, but the podcast you're going to be on is called All the Rage with Shelly Wade. If you see that Facebook, if you forget it, it's on uh, on the card. It says All the Rage with Shelly Wade on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, hold on. That's the name of my podcast. Woo. Oh, you're welcome. And uh, Shelly spelt with an E-Y. E-Y. Okay, let me change that. S-H-L. S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then Wade. Wade, like Dwayne Wade, but without the money. Oh, hey. (laughs) You're just in between (laughs) blessings. That's all. Exactly. (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Hey guys, really we're is. live. iHeartRadio. <laughs> All the rage with Shelly Wade. <laughs> and we're gonna hand the camera over to Rosie and she's gonna tape for us. Hi guys. Okay. I'm like trying to turn it around. Look, I'm like, come on. Turn it around. <laughs> turn it around. The, the swivel. There we are. There Hi, guys. Shelly Wade. It's kind of yes. hot in here. <laughs> it's kind of hot in here, so yes. I'm fanning myself. Okay. <laughs> Hi, guys. So we're about to do a recording of my All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast. You can find it on iHeartRadio and on iTunes. Please do um, listen to our podcast, the episode featuring Kim, once um, I post it. I'll post it probably uh, tonight or tomorrow. Okay. Um, but also subscribe to the podcast, please. I'm so excited to talk to you, by Me the way. So let's get this here. started. Yes. All right, guys. This is the All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast here on iHeartRadio, also available on iTunes. If you haven't already, please do subscribe and like and all of that good stuff. I am so excited to have my guest for the day, Kim Berry. Kim <laughs> was Prince's longtime hairstylist. And um, if anyone knows me, you guys know that I'm one of the biggest Prince fans ever. Ever, that you'll ever meet and so it is my absolute honor Kim I have a couple of friends who found out I was interviewing you they uh, just they, they they have so many questions for you okay. about Prince's hair and doing his hair yes, um, but you know listen before we do that let's uh, take care of all the social media stuff where can everyone find you on social media yes first my website is www.diamonds the letter N C-U-R-L-Z diamondsandcurls.com and you can also find me on Kim B K I M the letter B O N S E T Kim B on set.com as well as um Kim B on set K I M the letter B O N S E T number 2 on Instagram and Kim Barry on Facebook. So you guys yeah. follow. So yes. um, listen, well, while we're talking, don't forget to follow me on social media as well. You can find my All the Rage with Shelly Wade page on Facebook when you do hit that like button. Also follow me on Twitter at Shelly Wade. Don't forget Shelly spelled with an E-Y. Um, fun story, Kim. The reason I spell my name with an E-Y is because when my mom was pregnant with me, she was watching a Shelly Winters movie. And oh. Shelly spelled her name with an E-Y, which is why I spell my name with an E-Y. So uh, don't forget Shelly spelled with an E-Y because there's... I don't, 
I didn't know there were so many Shelly Wades in this world. There's 500 <laughs> Kim Berries as right? well. So mm-hmm. which is why you had yeah. to put the number two on there, <laughs> yes. Kim on set. Yes. Um, so Shelly mm-hmm. Wade on Twitter, Shelly with an EY. And I'm on Instagram at the one and only Shelly Wade follow. So the reason uh, Kim has stopped by to bless us with her presence on the Rage podcast is because she's got a new book out and it's called Diamonds and Curls. Yes, oh, my ma'am. God. And it's about her time with Prince. That title is brilliant. Please yes. fill me in. Did that come like really naturally or or did it take you a while to figure out that's what you wanted to name the book? It literally came naturally. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, it's a playoff his song. And I'm like, no, actually, it's because he was the diamond and I possessed the curls. Oh! You know, so yes, so I thought it was a play on his yes, diamonds and, and ab- pearl song too. Absolutely, and the book is based on the five C's of a diamond. So mm-hmm. the cut of a man, the clarity, mm-hmm. the certification, the you know, so all of the stories will fall in line according to the five C's of a diamond. So mm-hmm. it's really unique. Um, I think the fans are gonna love it. I said mm-hmm. because Prince didn't do anything normal, and neither did I. So yeah. I just followed in his footsteps. Um, it's really unique that. Um, originally trying to get a book deal. Um, People said they couldn't find my voice. And literally, I I had a dream. And Prince was like, you work for the biggest entertainer, independent operator in the world. Mm -hmm. Independent operate. And literally, it came together. And when I tell you, I prayed that God just keep connecting me to people who can get me to the next level. Mm -hmm. He has been placing people in my life back to back to back that have been blessing me and just getting this book out to the masses. And I just really want to thank my team and and all the fans who have supported me. Uh And I think they're going to really enjoy it. It's it's a beautiful uh, project. And um, this is volume one Mm -hmm. of, of, you know, it's going to be a three-part series. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be awesome. So, um when we get back from Minnesota, mm-hmm. we're going to be working on the audio uh, version of the book because a lot of the fans are like, we want to hear the story in your voice, you know. Oh, and I was that. like, because most of the, you know, I've done a couple panel panels with the uh, MPG team, and um, they they have said, you know, it's like we're sitting on the porch listening to our aunt tell stories. Aww. And so they want to keep it in the same vein. So I'm definitely going to do, a, a you know, an audio version and bring it to the masses, you know, in my own voice. Okay, so you were saying when you get back from Minneapolis, you know, in case um, someone may not know, oh God, Easter Day will be the third anniversary of Prince's passing. Absolutely, it still makes me very sad to say that. Yes, um, you know, I I was I haven't had the opportunity to read your entire book, but I did read some segments, and Kim promised me that she's going to mail me oh, a copy, and you're going to autograph it and everything, absolutely, right? Absolutely, yes. Um, so I do know some of the uh, experiences, and you were sharing with us how you found out he passed away. Before um, you tell us that story. I have to ask you this because, again, I'm a longtime Prince fan. And, you know, I even hesitate to say the word fan because he didn't like that. I know you know he didn't like that word because he said it's short for fanatic. But, you know, listen, it's easy to say um, since, God, since I was in elementary school, longtime Prince fan. And um, I was one of those people who have been with him uh, since before Purple Rain and all of that stuff. So um, it, it, my love for Prince runs very deep. You're not mm-hmm. dealing with the surface uh, Prince fan. You're dealing with a very deep Prince fan. And I know that I remember when Maite released her book um, shortly after he passed away, um, she received a lot of criticism. I know there was, um, you know, there was support and criticism, but there the people who criticized were like, you know, he was such a private person. Uh, you would have never released this book when he was alive. Wow. Why would you release it now? So I want to go ahead and address that right now. Um, how, how do you feel about people who may um, feel that maybe you're betraying him by releasing this book? 
I don't see it as betrayal at all. I feel like there are a lot of people who have released books on Prince mm-hmm. that know nothing about him, that they're dealing with statistics, they're dealing with, um, you know, concert numbers and mm-hmm. ticket sales. And I feel like the Prince that I'm talking about is the personal side of Prince. Yeah. And um, who knows you better than your hairstylist and your bartender, you know, first of all. <laughs> and so, I, and you know, bartender. absolutely. You know, so uh, you could get sit down at the bar. He knows what drink you are. You're yep. getting the usual. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> and, and, and I, I believe we went from a hairstylist, um, you know, client situation to literally family. We, you were, you were I, with yeah, him for nearly 30 years. Uh, uh, yes. How could you not be family? A- absolutely. And, and so I don't feel any ways alt about it mm-hmm. and I really do think that he would be proud of the project that we came up with and I, I, I think it's going to be a beautiful thing to be able to go and bless the masses and be able to share the the the, the silly prince with mm-hmm. people, the philanthropy side of prince the the serious side of prince the funny side of prince, you know what I mean mm-hmm. so I I, I I can't listen to the negative naysayers, I can't yeah. you know, because if he was still here then no, we wouldn't have a book to write mm-hmm. because he would, his story would still be continued to be the marathon would continue like Nat Nipsey Hussle says <laughs> so, yeah, so, um, That's you know That's a really great point. A- absolutely, uh, there's, there's there would be to nothing write to write he's still here, yes. he's still writing his own story Absolutely, right? and, and I said, so if all these people you know who knew nothing about him mm-hmm. why not someone who walked alongside him you know we literally grew up together yeah. and you know and walked alongside him be able to tell their story and so I'm going to tell my story boldly and I'm going to stand in my truth and I'm going to rock with it you I know? can't wait to read the story yes. but I'm so super excited about this podcast interview Kim first of all let me just say to you how amazing his hair always looked so bravo Bless you. to Bless you, you <laughs> he was Bless you, one sis. thing you know about Prince he never half stepped when it came to how he looked. Oh, no. And so it started with the crown, the hair, and you always had his hair looking amazing. Yes, yes. So, and, and then when he came out with his, first of all, naturally that beautiful skin, and then yes. <laughs> he was gorgeous. He was well kept. Um, and, and, and then the clothes, I mean, he was always impeccable. Right. So, um, we're going to get into how you came to be his hairstylist for nearly 30 years, but um, let's go back to three years ago. How did you found, find out excuse me, that Prince had passed away? Um, I was actually driving down the street. Um, one of my friends from Colorado, uh, John, a uh, hairstylist, called and said, what are you doing? And I said, driving down the street. He said, I think you need to pull over. And I said, what do you mean pull over? He said, Kim, have you seen the news? I said, no. He said, I think you need to pull over. Mm -hmm. And so as I pulled over to the curb and he said, I need you to pull up TMZ. I'm not pulling up TMZ. That's a gossip. Just tell me what's going on. Mm -hmm. And so he says, um, no, Kim, I think you need to pull it up. So I'm pulling it up. And he says, um, and I see fatality at Paisley Park. And I'm like, Okay, so that could be anybody. Maybe some female that came to visit. Mm-hmm. Like, what What does this mean? Stop playing. Just what does it mean? Mm-hmm. And so as, as I'm talking to him, one of my other friends, Rodney from uh, CBS, called and said, Kim, we're going live in five minutes. I need you to know before everybody else knows. And I said, you need me to know what? I'm, I'm looking at TMZ, you know, so what? He said, Kim, he said, the coroner's van just pulled off and Prince is inside of it. Ugh. And I was like, what? And as he's telling me this, my phone is going off. Beep, 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 beep. Like, I've never, like, people are hitting me. Is it true? Is it true? Is it true? First of all, can you give me five minutes to process it? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so, I, literally, I lost John somewhere in that conversation, never went back to him. But everybody else was calling in, all my celebrity stylist friends, everybody, because nobody wanted it to be true. Yeah. And nobody more than me wanted it to be untrue, you mm-hmm. know? So, I literally, I lost it. And I, I was screaming and hollering and 
I lost it for mm-hmm. about four hours. I was stuck in that space for four Just hours. Just lost in a day. Yeah, and I people were walking past my car looking in like, okay, what's happening in there? You know, yeah. as soon as I would gather myself, I would lose it again because I couldn't believe that our brother was gone. I, nobody could have ever told me that, ever. Just devastating. Yeah. First of all, I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. Um, I, I will never forget. I, I was, um, you know, when... Um, when we have heard, was it a week prior when he his his plane had to do that um, emergency landing in Moline, um, yes. was it Illinois? Yes. And they rushed him to the hospital. And I remember just being, oh, my God, I was horrified by that, first of all. And then when I heard, okay, he's out of the hospital. Okay, this is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And um, fast forward to the 21st of April. Um, I was driving up to work to be on air, mm-hmm. and I backed into my parking space, and my boss came outside. He said, had you, had you heard the news? He didn't know that I was a big Prince fan. He, he, we had never had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, what news? And he said, Prince died, and, and it was like the you know all the wind uh, came out of me. And I literally was hoping that, like you said, it was not true. And I, I, I went to the studio um, to, to get my show started. I turned on the TV, and that's all they're talking about, um, and all the websites that th- they were talking about. And, and it came time for me to have to talk on air, and I was really inconsolable. Mm-hmm. Imagine, you know, someone – I can't imagine you, a person who knew him. Yes. And I was a person – I mean, I met him once before, but I didn't know him the way you knew him. Mm-hmm. And I was still um, inconsolable. Right. Um, I could barely even talk on the radio i was hyperventilating trying to let everybody know what happened yes. all of my friends knowing that i've been a lifelong prince fan were calling me and people are facebooking me and everything and it was just like uh, alternate universe and i was crying my makeup was coming off and it was just it was very surreal mm-hmm. it, it really was and yeah very you know because um and maybe you can speak to this for me he was timeless how could it be that he's he's dead? Right. He was always so you know so energetic, and you just I, I I just never expected him. I always expected him to be around forever. Yeah, he used I, to tell us that he would live forever. I was like, okay, well you stay here, Benjamin Button. And you can see, right? <laughs> yeah, I was like, you and, stay but here. And you said though um, in your book that he actually kind of saw this coming. Can you explain that to us? Yeah. Um, you you kind of jump you're jumping um yeah but I I'm like uh I, I believe he had made peace with his life mm-hmm. um and our last discussion um yeah he had made peace with it he said nobody rocked like he rocked mm-hmm. he he had you know like Martin Luther King he had seen the mountaintop hmm. and and he was ready to go and he was good he was fine with that so you know now we have everyone that's spending their days and nights um making sure that they find the killers and they find whatever the conspiracy theory that they want to come up with. And for what? Cause none of it's going to bring it back, you know? No. So, so we all need to, that's what I want this book to serve as a, a vehicle of, of peace, you know? Um, cause you're never going to get closure. Not me. No. Like how do you spend that, that much of your life with somebody and, 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 and want the chapter to be closed. So I'm not looking for closure. I just want to have peace in the situation. Um, 
that's one of the great things I love about God is that God will give you peace in times of of difficult yeah. difficulties. And so I'm I'm just I'm just grateful to to know that He knew God for Himself. Yeah. And yeah. and and that it was it was all good. It was yeah, all good. Oh yeah. But I think it was you know just because He was such um, an extremely extraordinarily talented person. You know, like we'll never have another prince ever. A mm. lot of people may try to be prince. Right. We'll never have another prince. And I thought even in death um he was poetic um you know the fact that one of his most popular lyrics of all time uh, in let's go crazy talking about the elevator and then they found his body in the elevator i'm like even in death it was almost like uh, poetic you know absolutely um but how are you doing now three years out uh, I still have my crybaby moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm a real crybaby. And, um, you know, like when I spend too much time thinking about him, mm-hmm. I, I just start crying. Um, I told uh, all my friends, our little, you know, my team members, our running joke is, uh, can we get through one interview without crying? Like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, but it's really hard still three years later. Cause you think that it's all good, but it, you know, it comes in waves. It comes in waves, but yeah. So, but, but this has been a, a, a vehicle, you know, where I've almost been like purging yeah. and cleansing. So yeah. I've been able to get the stories out and I find myself laughing until I cry. And sometimes I cry until I laugh, you yeah. know? And so, but it's, it's been a beautiful thing because like I said, God could have chose anybody in the world, but he chose me to, yeah. to, to walk alongside one of the most prolific artists in the world. And, yeah. you know, so, and I don't take it lightly and I, I count it all joy that it was, it was, you know, I got to live that journey with him. I'm Shelly Wade. We are in the middle of my All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast. I am so honored to be speaking with Kim Berry, Prince's longtime hair stylist for 30 years. And you know how amazing Prince's hair always was. Kim, how did it happen that you became Prince's hair stylist? Um, I had been dating one of the bodyguards, uh-huh. um, fresh out of high school and, you know, coming out of beauty school. And, um, he used to take me around to all the videos and hanging out on the set and different things like that. So I eventually became good friends with Tanya, his hairstylist. And, um, so Prince is the type of person, like if you, he walks in a room and he knows, okay, Tanya's over here. He's going straight to Tanya to yeah. talk to Tanya. So he sees you, he's watching you. He's not going to say anything to you, but he, he knows you're there. And so, um, a lot of people, you know, what I learned later on in, in throughout my career with him is, uh, people would say, uh, well, he doesn't speak to me. I'm like, trust me, you want it that way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I was like, you know, the closer to the sun, you're going to get burned. I'm like, so, yeah. So it was just, that was our little running joke behind the scenes. But, yeah, it, it, I got it once she told me that. But one day she had just told me, she's like, I think I'm going to quit. And I was like, you're not going to quit. She's like, no, I think I'm going to quit. I wanna, I'm tired of living on a suitcase. I, I want to go home. I want to get married. I want to just do something regular. And I was like, Wow, I said you work for the biggest entertainer in the world. She's like, Kim, it's not what you think. And Lord, once I walked a mile in her shoes, I said, Oh, okay, I get <laughs> he it. Knew exactly what I she get was it talking now. about. Yeah, and so it's it, it's it's long hours, long days, you know, uh, sleepless times, mm-hmm. you know, um, strenuous uh, activities. Because if he tell you to pull a camel out the sky, you better go pull a camel out <laughs> the sky. So you know, he he that he didn't play. Um, but but we enjoyed some of the most amazing things in the world we traveled all over the world like I've been some places that my friends are still reading in books about you know and so um sure enough her and you know my my mother used to tell me all the time you know be careful what you speak because life and death is in the power of the tongue yeah they went in in the in the room after a video shoot one day and and he got crazy with her and you know you don't quit Prince Prince quits you 
And so and um, this is the previous hairstylist. Yes, mm-hmm. uh-huh, Tanya. So there was three major hairstylists. There was Earl, who was the first on with him, uh, then Tanya, and then myself. Now, you of course, in what year? I came on in, um, let me see, 87, 89, so like around 89, 90. Okay, which album was the first album you started working with him Oh, see, now you, that's a Prince you know, fan <laughs> question. Okay. And let me think, I 89, said, 89. And I, definitely after... Um, that was definitely yeah, after diamonds Sign and of pearls. The Times. Oh yeah. So you were with diamonds and pearls for sure. Yes. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. And so got I it. came in. So I was doing a lot of work from Los Angeles once I got hired. Mm-hmm. You know, video, uh, photo, uh, photo shoots and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so, um, uh, when Tanya finally did quit, um, I just call it the holy hookup. She she quit, <laughs> and and literally I was standing there. Um, they. Uh, she quit. They, he got ready to go to Germany the next day, and they said he told Tanya, you know, get the hair stop, get tell Tanya get the salon ready, and they said no, Tanya quit. Oh wow! And and he didn't travel anywhere without his hairstylist and his bodyguard. Mm-hmm. And he said, so what do you mean? You got me ro- rolling with no hairstylist? They were like, uh, well, she got on a plane, went home. So he couldn't believe it. He was mad. Oh, she so, didn't tell him. Oh no, she just packed her stuff. She said, my lips are chapped from she kissing your behind. Him. I'm out. And she she literally packed her stuff. But see, you don't quit, Prince. Nobody leaves. Wow. So you might get mad and go. Go back to your room, but tomorrow you're coming back to work. No, no. So she said she my meant lips that. Are yes. I'm tired of kissing your butt. Uh, yes, and she she got on a plane and went home. And so <laughs> she uh, they took him to Germany, and he got out there. He hated the hairstylist. He wanted to flat flat iron his hair himself that night. When they were headed back to L.A., he said, "Look, we're on our way to this club in Beverly Hills." Make sure you're there with your portfolio. I laid my book on the table. He's flipping through the book just nonchalantly like, oh, for real? So you do hair? And I was like, yeah. He says, you got a salon? I said, yeah, go set it up. So I go set up the salon. Uh I had studied her table. My dad said, success is when opportunity meets preparedness. When Mm -hmm. the opportunity presents itself, will you be prepared? Mm -hmm. So I had been watching her table. I knew what hairspray she used, what gel she used, what comb she was using. I had duplicated her whole table freshly out of beauty school. So never thinking I would ever get her job. You know, I was thinking... She's a celebrity stylist, then I'm, I'm going to get the same thing she's using. Okay. And so, and then come to find out, you know, Prince was a creature of habit. He used $2 gel. You know, you're thinking you wow. were going to use this whole iconic line and all this stuff. <laughs> and the more stuff I tried to introduce him to that was top of the line, everything, he would come right back to the basics. Wow. And he was like, Kim, don't change my stuff. And Ooh. I'm like, um, what was Prince's favorite gel? We got to know this. Uh, yes, yeah, Queen Helene, uh, the little yellow, and he liked yellow. So, yeah, so, yeah, he loved that, and we used it forever. Sometimes I would uh, com- uh, confuse him and mix it up and put other stuff in the bottle, though. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I was like, because sometimes I just had to get the job done, you know. So, yeah, uh, it. W- but, yeah, just watching her and just being a student of the trade, and, and like I said, I just made sure I was ready. Mm-hmm. And, and um. I got my got to the salon. I got the table all set up. I blacked out the windows. I got everything ready. I knew everything that he wanted. And he calls. He said, uh, Kim, yeah, this is Prince. I was like, oh. and he said, yeah, he said, um, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. I said, oh, okay, well, next time you come to L.A., just know that you have a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, do you travel? Now, mind you, I'm like, travel i never been out of inglewood let alone california <laughs> and i was like uh yeah and i was like did my mouth just say that and i was like oh my god and he says uh, okay he said the flight leaves in an hour we're sending a car to come pick you up wow i said what and i was like oh my god i called my mother like mom i said guess what i just talked to prince she said stop lying i said no i just talked to prince and she said okay so i tell her the whole run down and i said what am i gonna do they send in a car to come pick me up she mm-hmm. said you take your curling irons and your hairspray and you get to LAX. She said, you get, you find a target when you get there. I'm going to send you some money. and You get some clothes when you get there. I said, oh, my God. Okay, okay. So I literally swept all my stuff in a bag, jumped in the car, went to um, 
to uh, LAX and I walk past him and his brother and I'm like, oh my God, there he is, there he is. And I'm like, this is the opportunity of a lifetime. We get to Paisley Park, I see snow for the first time. I'm like, Christmas lights. I'm like, oh my God, this is happening. <laughs> and so uh, they take me up to the back and I go up into the salon and I'm looking at, and there's a wardrobe room next to the hair salon room mm-hmm. and I see... um you know, the Purple Rain jacket and Raspberry Beret, and I noticed they're getting ready for some type of event. Yeah. There's jewelry laying all over the place, and I'm like, okay, this is nice. And so I, I go in the room, and, I, you know, I set up, get ready. His brother comes in and says, okay, you're going to do my hair. Okay. So I do his hair, and my beauty school teacher, she used to tell me all the time, I mean, he, Mr. Goins, was one of my main teachers, said, quality and then quantity never sacrificing one for the other. Mm-hmm. Each first head should look as good as the last head. Mm-hmm. So I'm laying them out, brother. <laughs> Uh, female, another female, another female, another female. They just coming in one by one. I said, okay, I get it. This is the audition. All right, I get it. But I, I, I as quick as they coming in, I'm laying them out. Yeah. And so, um, I'm I like, love that. yeah. Them out. And I'm laying like, next. Out. I'm like, next. And so, uh, when they, when uh, he got through, his brother said, okay, I'll be right back. So one hour goes by, two hours go by. I'm sitting there with my hand in my lap, and I ain't moving. I said, my mother said, when you go in somebody else's house, you don't touch nothing, don't belong to you. I sat right there. I said, they don't think I that I they. You know, they got a camera on me. I said, okay. I sat right there. Two and a half hours went by. Finally, his brother stuck his head in the door and said, you didn't steal nothing, did you? Wow. I said, first of all, my mom ain't raised no fools. I said, and second of all, I got to go to the bathroom. You play too much. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. He was like, he was like, you could have went to the bathroom. I said, no, I sir. I said, I'm not walking through no, nobody else's house. This is man's house. I'm not going nowhere. So... Um, he said you play too yes, much. Yes, I was like, I was like, been sitting here too long. You play too much now. So, um, uh, I get back and he said, okay, for real, he's coming in this time. I said, don't you leave me sitting here another two hours. He go, I wouldn't do that. So now it's five o'clock in the morning, Minnesota yeah, wow. time. So I was just like, what is going on? Like, and so, but this is his house. So he would disappear all the time. Like he mm-hmm. did, you know, did it to me once I got employed. Mm-hmm. So he says, um, finally, he about ten minutes later, he stuck his head in the door, and you know, back then that was SWV days, and Coco had those long curved mm-hmm. nails. So I had those same nails i used them as combs and you know and so um who needs a comb yeah you got your nails you got your nails right <laughs> so uh, uh prince stuck his head in the door he said um yeah you got the job and i said oh okay he said but you got to leave them nails at home i'm tender-headed you can't have it in my head i said oh okay click 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 oh. and he he started cracking up laughing when prince laughed he laughed from his gut uh-huh. he was like ah, he was just screaming <laughs> he said oh my god he said yeah you're gonna work you're gonna work he said okay go back to the hotel and um we're leaving for miami in the morning i said I'm sorry, you're not getting your hair done? He goes, no, I'm good. I said, oh, okay. And so I go back to the hotel. I call my mother. I was like, oh, my God. I said, I got the job. And I was like, wait, but he didn't get his hair done. She goes, it's okay. And I was like, okay. So we go to Miami. We go to Chicago. We go to Atlanta. We just rolling. And he, every day, you know, we checking in with each other. He's like, you good? You want anything on the menu? Order what you want. I'll, I'll call you when I need you. I kept calling my mother. I kept saying, I don't know what's going on. I said, who lives like this? My mother said, you do. <laughs> And but, literally, that's when my mentality had to shift. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a celebrity hairstylist. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got this. I was like, all right. And so um, finally we get to New York, and he calls me. He said, Kim, set the salon up. I said, okay, here we go. Wait a and, minute, that was your first time doing his hair? Yes. You traveled all those places with him and never doing touching his hair. Him. Yes. But he wanted you to be there just in case he wanted Just in you. case. Wait a minute, so, so who was doing his hair? He was doing it? No, he just touched it up himself, yeah. He had a curling iron oh, in his bag. Oh, yeah. God, oh, yeah. I wish I had video yes. of Prince curling his oh, hair. Oh, yeah. He was a G, girl. Trust me. Everybody in our camp, he studied whatever you do, he could do it better. Oh my 
Yeah, yeah, he he can do it better. So he could touch himself up. He didn't play. Oh so my yeah, God. so yes, that. yes. And I love that you 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 filled us in that he was tender headed. Oh yeah, love oh yeah, that. super tender headed girl. He he would be like ah ah, you know. And I used to just laugh. I said that's when we got the story about the braids. And yeah. and, and so he when I was like, oh, you want me to part it off real neat and make you some braids? And he was like, no, no, just pick it up and braid it. I said the less movement we had to do to that head, the better. Yeah. And then he loved the hairstyle so much that wound up being the Raven to the Joy Fantastic yeah. album cover yeah. and my friends were calling me like Kim what is happening up there I said hey look at here you got to give the people what they want you understand me <laughs> I was like yeah I was like, I said, that's what he want, buckwheat braids? I'm giving him buckwheat braids, okay? I'm not I'm playing with him. I'm giving people what they want. Yeah, absolutely. They're paying me, yes. they're getting buckwheat braids. Like, if that's what he want, that's what he getting. So, yeah, that I was just that, beautiful. That, that album was iconic. He was in that blue outfit. Absolutely. And it was a blue, shiny outfit. Yes. I actually went, um, this is how much of a Prince geek I am, um, to Paisley Park to see him perform um, for Raven to the year 2000. It was like uh, December 17th, 1999. Yes. I was at Paisley Park for uh, that concert, and I believe they filmed that. Yes, they did. Um, yeah, so I was there. Did you do his hair that Absolutely. day? Absolutely. Yes. I missed him per- in yes. person. Yes, yep, yep. So, um, okay, so you did the hair for the first time back uh, to that one. For the first time in, was, was it Chicago? No, 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 New York. New York. We finally New York. got okay, to New York, yeah, and I knew what type of salon, you know, and I said, I got to get a private room. Mm-hmm. I knew I had to black out the windows. I knew I had to get everything ready, so I was just getting, I, I had everything down. Yeah. His brothers were like, don't touch his ears. Don't look him in the face. Don't spill water on him. Don't put color on him. Da, da, da. And I, everything they told me don't do, I did. And I said, you know what? I done let these boys get the best of me. <laughs> I said, my nerves is bad. I said, look, here, he came in. He, we did a consultation like any other client. Mm-hmm. What would you like done? You know, he said, I want cut color. I need a perm. I need da, da, da. I was like, okay, great, I got you. So I said, Kim, I said, breathe. I said, you were built for this. You were built for this moment. I said, you knocked this down, girl. And, and like I said, I spilled water down his face the first time I did his hair. And he was like, oh, okay, Miss Lady, all right. Yeah, you're like, all right. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. He was like, no, it's good. It's good. Don't worry about nothing. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I said, this is crazy. So I was like, girl, but I got through it. He looked in the mirror, touched his hair, you know, gave him a little goatee, a little shot. And he spun around on them little bitty heels, girl. He disappeared. He said, your car is waiting for you outside. And uh. literally, I had been on the road with him ever since. Wow. Traveled all over the world many times over, you know. And I was going to say, you were saying, you know, it never ends when when you're working with Prince, not only the travel, but, you know, he liked to, when he did concerts, he liked to, he didn't do after parties, he did after shows. Absolutely. And, um, you know, and then I hear that he didn't sleep that much, so even after the after show, he was doing something else. Hang did out. you have to be on standby for him? Because he, his hair was always, you know, on point. Always. Did you have to be on standby when he felt like he wanted to go somewhere in the middle of the night, or did he touch it up himself? Oh, no. He would call me if I was on the road with him trust me he was gonna use my services Mm -hmm. Uh, he would call there's a running joke uh, that uh, you know the team said he would call four or five o'clock in the morning he'd be like Kim were you asleep and I'm like no boss I had to get up to answer the phone what's good what's good he said "Uh, yeah can you come do my hair I'm like looking at the clock it's five o'clock in the morning like what and so after i finished hooking him up and um in, in afshin shahidi one of his books he has a picture of prince and it's five o'clock in the morning he's suited and booted hair fly yeah. and 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 i used to ask him i said are you getting ready to go somewhere he like no i'm going to sleep i said who goes to bed looking this good like i was like oh my god and i mean but he did that all the time like it, I, I would sleep during the day i had to learn how to sleep on his hours because we sleep during the day because all night we were going to be up yeah. and he'd go 
go to bed at like five or six o'clock in the morning, you know. Wow. And so I literally had to learn how to keep his schedule. So that's why I said it, it was a lot of long days, long nights, um, no sleep. You know, that's what we called uh, the whole team was called Team No Sleep because we was going <laughs> to be up all day. He caught you sleeping. Like one time, I remember I was at a show one time and I had my eyes closed and I was literally sleep standing up. And he was like, Kim, clap your hands. I was like, right, right. <laughs> I literally woke up out of my sleep. I was like, but baby, you better get it in wherever you could. You understand me? He didn't play that, girl. He was a mess because it was like you couldn't sleep around him because he was constantly going. He would make up stuff to do. I'm going to do a video. I'm, we're going to do a photo shoot. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Okay. You know, so I kept my, my combs and brushes on my hip like a holster, you know, because oh ain't no telling what we going to do and where we going to be because he would turn it into something. Oh, my God. Yes. We're talking to Kim Berry, Prince's longtime hairstylist for nearly 30 years. She's got a new book that you have to get. It's yes. called Diamonds and Curls. Yes. Absolutely love that. I think yes. that's the best title I've heard. Yes. Love it, love it, love it. And so we're talking about some of the stuff that she talks about in the book. So you have to pick it up because uh, we're not going to talk about everything yes. in the book. But um, I do have some questions for you. First of all, I want to know, I know you said during the consultation he told you how he wanted his hair. Were th- Most of the time, did he decide how he wanted it or did you decide and were there times that you just you you know presented a hair a hairstyle to him and he didn't like it? Tell us all about that. Yeah, no, we would collaborate just like we collaborate with his music. We would collaborate with um, his hair. Um, we would do uh, go through magazines, you know, mm-hmm. a W and L. You know, he always wanted to know what was happening in Europe and France because he wanted to stay on the cutting trend of whatever it was. So if everybody here was long, then he would go short, and if everybody here was short, then he would go long. You he know, wanted to be yeah, different. and you know, no, we were doing the ombre color before it was even called ombre. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you know, um, we were always um, he was a trendsetter, always ahead of the curve. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one day he brought me a flower and he said, "Can you make my hair this color?" Wow. And I was like, "Absolutely," you know, and so. Uh, he would sit down. He wasn't afraid to try anything. I mean, from braids to ponytails to finger waves to short to long. You know, he was not afraid. And um, I remember one time for an Ebony magazine shoot, and I told him I want to do this style. It's called Waterfall Curls. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what's that? And I was like, I said, the curls go up, and then they flow back down. And I said, it's going to be beautiful. You got to just let me do it. He was like, Kim? I was like, come on now. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, he sometimes he would just let me do my thing, you know. And, um, girl, when we finished that hair, and it was this particular cut was short mm-hmm. with the waterfall curls in the top and then they put him in this beautiful red chair so his hair stood out you yeah. know up against the it was the most beautiful thing and somebody else had walked up to him was like oh his hair your hair looks so nice and he looked at me he said she did this to me and I was just like <laughs> you are so silly like he was always just cracking jokes and you know just being a consummate uh, uh, practical joker uh-huh. you know it was just always fun to be around him because you never know every day was going to be a riot it, he was just funny as all get out but yeah but same way we did his music you know we collaborated on hairstyles so yeah did you have a favorite hairstyle that you did on him maybe it was that one and did he have a favorite all time favorite hairstyle that you did on him that he liked the most I think he liked those braids the most those, the, yeah the, I the think that yeah the buckwheat braids that's what I named them yeah <laughs> I think and because he, he wanted to keep that for the longest my friends were like okay Kim what's going on I was like look here now uh, like get a get the people what they want and i was like i don't care he want to keep it for a year we're gonna keep it for a year <laughs> so yeah but uh he loved those braids because he was so tender and he didn't want to get his hair combed every day yeah. but i had to always change the ribbons so i braided the ribbons into his hair so he still got his hair combed yeah. so i was just like you are so spoiled but i was like okay and even though you know he was 10 years older than
me. Everybody was like, you know you really his mama. Like, you take care of him like you his mama, right? Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like, I got to take care of my boy. That's my boy. So, Aww. yeah. What about so, yeah. your favorite hairstyle yeah. you ever did on him? I love his long hair. Like I said, when we did the ombre color yeah. where he had yeah. the, uh, the copper highlights in the top. I remember With the that. chocolate brown at the that bottom. Gorgeous, the, I loved man. his hair like that. And, um, and I remember after 1999 concert, he walked in and he said, cut it all off. And I said... What? Like, we just grew this beautiful hair out. He was like, Kim, cut it off. I'm going to cut it for you. Mm-hmm. I was like, no. I was like, mm-hmm. as I'm cutting this hair, it's falling to the floor. I was like, no. I'm just saying. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but his hair grew so fast, so he didn't have no problem with changing from short to long. Kim, did you perm his hair, um, or did you just flat iron it? Did you straighten yeah. it? Yeah. How did you do He did full chemicals, everything. Everybody's like, oh, he had the prettiest hair. I said, baby, that's juices and berries. Don't fool yourself. <laughs> I was wait like, yeah. Wait a minute. Which, yeah. which, which perm did he use? Yeah. We used Design Essentials. We used uh, Mazzani. We used uh, 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 Motion. So, yeah, I kept that on deck, kept it by the cases. So I said, they need to be cutting me a check because I'm know, making them right? famous. So, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but it was, yeah, definitely. But um, those were some of my go-to. Loran uh, hair products was definitely my staples that I kept on my table. So, um, uh you know, like I said, but he would always try to, you know, fancy me back to the, you know, the little two ninety nine gel, and I'd be like, no, I'm gonna use this gel over here today. <laughs> so yeah, it would be funny. Fancy, he's yeah, like, keep yeah, it he's simple. like, keep it simple, keep my <laughs> products the same, you know. And so yeah, but it was always, it was just a hoot working for him. It was beautiful. We had a, a great experience. One of the things I love about your book, uh, Diamonds and Curls, is that um, you share. Prince's favorite products. Mm-hmm. Um, you share your suggestions on uh, products to use mm-hmm. and hairstyles and things like that. Yes. Um, what kind of advice would you offer to someone who aspires to be a celebrity hairstylist like you are? I would definitely say get around people who are doing what you're doing. Um, hone your craft. Stay in your classes. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that was one thing. You know, in beauty school, you get sixteen hundred hours, but there were some some things that they just didn't teach you. So you had to make sure you went out and got in other classes. Mm -hmm. So definitely stay, you know, serious about your craft, stay focused. Um, now social media is a definite, uh, post. You have Mm -hmm. to have a Facebook and an Instagram and a website so that the people can see your work. Um, you want to be posting that on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely, um, you know, and my main thing is, uh, you know, birds of a feather, flock together so you need to be around the people that you aspire to be like Mm -hmm. so if you have to go and assist for someone and if you have and you never know like a lot of times you know with other celebrity hairstylists if you're in the midst and they can't take a job they'll tell you well Kim you go in my place because they you know they they trust you they know that they've trained you enough to send you in their place and so that has been my experiences with you know a lot of different hairstylists that I've worked for Caprice Green and Kim Kimball and some of the heavyweights in the in the industry you know and if they can't take a job they'll send you in their place and and to be their representation and it's you know it's been a beautiful thing i I don't know how you stayed up on styles and 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 how you continue to learn when you were out traveling so much with prince how did you make that happen yeah like i said studying books Mm -hmm. um staying in all the uh overseas magazines because everything would come overseas and then work its way back to the united states so they would always be on top of the trend um you know so i would stay 
just in their books and just constantly, you know, um, if I saw different old style magazines, I could look at a picture inside of the book and bring it back to to life. And, you know, I'd be like, tell Prince, well, let's try this. Like one time I talked him into this this pompadour with a flip in the back. And he was like, <laughs> you want me to do what? And I was like, I'm telling you, just trust me. Just trust me. And um, they have that's one of the pictures in one of his tour books. And it is gorgeous. And, you know, and the one thing he used to always clown, like whatever somebody else wore, he used to say, yeah, but I make it look sexy. You know what I'm saying? So did. it could be he wasn't afraid. He tried every female hairstyle that mm-hmm. it was to you know to to name and he wasn't afraid he, mm-hmm. he and, and didn't care what nobody said when he when he put it on so he was a g i he loved seemed him extremely confident oh you yeah know, like if you know uh, just a regular guy on the street would walk around with the perm and the high heels and right. stuff people would probably pick on him but prince is like listen you know i'm sexy my hair looks better than these females and i'm more masculine than these men absolutely <laughs> and was. i yeah we used to say all the time we'd be like every woman want him and every man want to be him okay <laughs> i was like y'all say Talk about him if he mu- if you must. Yeah, he wears mascara, but baby, he he can pull any woman anywhere. Trust me. Yes. Okay, so we're we're not gonna keep you for long, but I do have these questions. I told you my friends are okay. texting me. You know, my friend. Shout out to my friend Fred. Um, he know, says, um, "What? Did, oh, oh my God!" Because we were talking about how you know your your hairstylist and oh Kim's getting um. I'm sorry. A text. I'm sorry. Hold That's on. okay. Real life happens while you right, while right. you're doing a podcast. Right. right? Sorry. Is someone calling you or sending you videos? I'm trying to, girl, I'm trying to get back on live. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So so Kim is um, is Facebook living um, our interview. And so, yeah, it kind of went out. But, um, you know, we were saying how, you know, people get in the, the, the stylist seat or go to the bar and tell everything. I know Absolutely. I do. I, my hairstylist, I, I reveal all my secrets. So what did Prince like to talk about in, while you were styling his hair? Mostly music, you know. Um, he would always use me as a gauge, like what's the hood listening to? Okay, what what okay. what do we hear? What 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 do you like? Or he would if he would be playing, you know, working on a new song, he would always uh play the song for me and he'd be like if I'm if I'm sitting there and my head is bobbing, he go, Oh yeah, that's the hit. Or it. or if I'm sitting there and I'm going, eh. Uh, like, you know, I didn't really get it, which most of it I didn't, but guess what? It was for Prince song, so Prince was going to make it happen. But, you know, if it was um, something I didn't really get, he'd be like, okay, I'm going to go in and tweak that a little bit, you know? <laughs> and so um, he did, it, a lot of people would not think, but he did value our opinion. Good the thing. people that were closest to him, he valued our opinion, and I thought that was so awesome, you know, that even though he was the teacher, he didn't mind being a student. You know, we always collaborated. Um, so you did collaborate musically with him? Huh, not not music, no. He would tell me what his music things were, but I knew what I liked and he what I didn't like. Opinions, and yeah. I would give my opinion, be like, eh, you know, like, oh, I know, you know. I was like, okay, oh, you feeling rock this week. Okay, <laughs> got it, you know. So it would be that type of deal, but yeah, we, we, we had Bible study in, in the salon Aww. most days. Days, you know, um, we would be reading tabloids sometimes, you know, wow. and we'd read tabloids. He like, let's see what they saying about me today. Because one <laughs> of the things he would always say was, whatever they don't know, they'll make up. You know, know right? he was like, you know, he said, I bet Michael Jackson just as normal as the next person. And I was yeah. like, he said, because half the stuff they say about me, he like, oh right, we so, he be like, look what they saying this week, Kim. And he's showing me over over his head, like and what it they didn't, didn't seem like it bothered. Oh, him he did much. not care. He did okay. not care. That man was a a maverick. You know, he was gonna be 
uh, who he was going to be. He didn't play, um, and, and he was going to make you talk about him. He was going to give you something to talk about. He said, if you're going to talk about me, I'm going to make it worth your while. Um, did he ever sing to you? I know he played music for you. Did he ever always, sing to you? Always. He was always putting together tunes and humming and going back and forth, writing, scratching off, writing. I was like, do you ever just relax? He's like, no, if I stop, I'll die. Like, so he knew that he was a vessel sent here by God to bring was, music to the mass. I mean, literally, I um, credit Prince with my career choice because I grew up singing um, and performing around my hometown of Houston. And awesome. I um I wanted to influence people with my music the way he influenced me with his. He inspired me to want to be in music. Absolutely. And then, um, you know, as I got older, I decided I wanted to be in radio. And to me, it's all uh, the same. It, it, it stemmed from my influence from him. Absolutely. So he was, I agree with you, a vessel. Absolutely. And he blessed so many of us uh, with his, not only his presence, but um, his music. Um, my friend Fred wants to know that uh, uh, his nighttime hair routine. And I would say for Prince, that would be daytime hair routine. Right, uh, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, he, he went to bed in night. the daytime. Yes. So what would, mm-hmm. would he wrap it? What, what what would happen? Yeah, he got the do rag. You know that iconic do rag look. That's yeah. what. Yeah, he tie his sides down. But for the most part, he would just lay down because he knew Kim was next door, <laughs> oh, and Kim God. was gonna do his hair. He that was like, is so true. Yeah. Why would you have to have a night? Yeah, no, nah, he just lay down. Kim is next door. Yeah, Kim got me. When I wake up, Kim got me. He like just call Kim. Kim tell Kim come hook me up. So yeah, so that was nothing for him. Towards the end of his life, Kim, um, you know, he it's 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 so funny how his hairstyle. Came full circle because when we were first introduced to him he had the big fro mm-hmm. and then at the end of his life he had returned to the big fro mm-hmm. how did you feel about that style and did you have anything to do with that as well oh yeah um you know it was a whole movement that mm-hmm. was going through the nation and um everybody was going back to natural yeah and so at the time um he was uh rocking out with andy allo and andy allo had a big fro yeah, yeah and yeah. so he was like i think i want to go natural and i was like no Mm-hmm. You know, but I knew I said even still, um, what a lot of people don't know is even when you're natural, you still need it's work. shampooing and conditioning, yeah. keeping your oils, keeping your ends trimmed. You mm-hmm. know, you don't just let it go. You still have to be maintained. And so even you know, as the fro, you know, I, I love the baby fro. So when we cut all his relaxer off, he had this cute little baby fro, and he was <laughs> going into you know, uh, uh, you know, his whole look again. And I love that. And so, um, but as the fro got bigger, you know, I kept saying, let me. Tw- Twist it up. Let me let me do a twist out on you. And he was like, No, no, no. Just color me and trim my ends and let me go. You know. So he he kept that he kept that color. So everybody, you know, his hair was like this sandy brown color. Everybody thought, you know, oh well, he didn't do any chemicals. Actually, he did. So yeah, I said, Sorry, folks, but I'm gonna uh, disappoint you and I'm gonna <laughs> let some secrets out the bag. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but yeah, so he didn't have, you know, he was dyed, fried, laid to the side at all times, <laughs> as my daddy used to say. Yes. Did he ever at mm-hmm. any point let his hair? gray at all no you were always no coloring no him. he was on point he stayed on top of his color he'd be like hey i think it's time for color did you ever see like a gray growing oh, yeah, yeah. like Mm-mm, yeah as soon, as soon as it started pushing through he'd be like uh, <laughs> hey i was like okay like he was serious about his hair he didn't play he stayed fly stayed fly i absolutely love it Kim, yes thank you so much for sharing all this because again these are personal stories uh much like you said at the beginning of the uh podcast um you know there are a lot of people who write books about him who didn't know a thing about him you right. spent a lot of quality time with him for nearly 30 years and so Absolutely. it's really precious um, um us getting to hear these stories from you personally is there a person a personal uh, prince memory um that you cherish the most is there anything you learned from him that you cherish the most and is there 
a favorite Prince song that keeps you going as we end the podcast. Share that with us. Um, my favorite Prince song. I, I used to want him to sing everything that he cursed in, and, and so everything. <laughs> he stopped that at yeah, the he stopped. Of his he life, stopped. Right? Yeah, he would ask me. He said, "Uh, what you want to hear? Uh, you know, he, would he come underneath the stage and come down off the elevator? He'd be like, what you want to hear next? And I'd be like, sexy EMF. No, Kim, I can't sing that song. I'd be like, uh. Uh, Billy Jack B. He was like, oh, no. Oh my God, he was like, Kim. Yes, girl. Oh, I love Billy that Jack B. Funky, man. Face down, girl. The, all the ones that make you bob your head was the best songs ever. I would be on the side of the stage, face down. Hey. <laughs> when so, I want to hear yes, some funk, yes. I turn it on Billy Jack. Uh, oh, yeah. Billy definitely. Jack. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my goodness. He was like, Kim, you know I don't sing that no more. I was like, Aww. oh, well, stop asking me what you want me to sing. <laughs> I was like, I'm telling you what I want to hear. So, yeah. I was like, International Lover. Aww. Absolutely not. He's to get mad. Like, Kim, I can't sing that anymore. I was like, you know what? I was like, well, quit asking me. <laughs> Favorite all-time memory of him? Um, I would have to say the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. So that it was just amazing because we were uh, sunshine, you know, blue skies in Miami. The whole day was perfect. Uh, right before it got time for him to come out, it started pouring down, raining. He was like, they're not going to make me go out in the rain, are they? I was like, absolutely. I said, bro, this is live. He was like, oh, no. Like, what about my hair? And I was like, I said, you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. So he said, find me a scarf. And I'm running around the room sticking all the scarves in the couch, and I'm trying to make him hide them. So he came. Yeah, yeah. He was like, I said, okay, let me go out to the car and find you one. By the time I come back, he's in the cart riding over to the stage. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm running <laughs> behind him, getting to the stage. And when he comes up out of that stage, girl, I'll be darned if he don't have a do-rag on. Mm. I'm like, no. Mm. I was like, we at the Super Bowl. Nobody going to see my hair, right? Yeah. And so it's my hair now. So, yeah. like, I was like, so he comes out, and he performs his behind. I'm like, everybody asked me, like, did he have a, umbra- a, a tent over the stage? I said, absolutely not. I said, you know, that man is the only man that can dance underwater and not get wet. <laughs> I said, uh, so he did that whole show. But when he ripped that do-rag off and threw it off into the audience, I said, now that's showbiz, baby, yeah. right there. Yes, and I was yes. like, he came off stage like, how did I do? I said, oh, man, you already know. <laughs> like, he killed it. Like, it was that was the most amazing moment that it, it – it was Prince. It and really was still amazing. to this day, nobody, that's the best Super Bowl My ever. Super Bowl memory yes. for sure. But like again, how poetic was poetic was that rain coming down. Purple it was rain. Purple rain. Yeah, Come absolutely. On, it was dope. It was like he talked to God and God made it happen for absolutely. him. Absolutely. It was dope. Just beautiful. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing your stories. Thank you and for I having me. I can't wait for you to send me the yes. autographed copy yes. of Diamonds and Curls. Yes, your ma'am. new book. There's a give me the whole title of the book. It's Diamonds and Curls, twenty nine years rolling with rock royalty prince so yep it's my story and Mm -hmm. prince just happens to be a feature so yes (laughs) and you have a lot of pictures of you you know because you guys get to know uh kim better you're actually from uh, the la area yeah born and raised in los angeles Mm -hmm. um i'm doing a lot of community work here i'm i'm um board member on the youth drama uh theater prince was huge on performing arts and making sure that you know he gave back to all those organizations uh i'll be uh, a part of uh feed my starving children when we go to the celebration um, with Prince. Um, in, in, when you mentioned that, you're, you're talking about the celebration um, at Paisley Park. At Paisley and, um, Park, yes. Yeah, in honor of what um, is going to be the third anniversary of Prince's death. It's a celebration of his it's life. It's going to be a celebration of his um, life, and it is awesome. April uh, 25th through the 29th, but there are so many events going on outside of Paisley Park. Like, there won't be a dull moment. Yeah. And so the 23rd from when I land until the 29th when I get back on the plane, I'll be busy moment to moment. Yeah. And I'm just excited about 
rubbing elbows with the fans again and seeing yeah. everybody because the same love and respect that they give to Prince, they they give to now to the band members and everyone who worked for him. And I, I truly appreciate them. And I'm just excited about, you know, like I said, sharing my journey with him. And just, you know, I'm just excited. I can't wait. And I, I'm, I can't wait to, to see what God is about to do through me, for me, around me, by me. And I'm just excited. And I thank, uh, you know, Prince for trusting me you yeah. know to to that's, i tell all my friends this little girl from the hood did good you so did. yeah born and raised in los angeles and but he saw fit to take me all around the world with him oh yeah. time and time again and it has been a beautiful experience i i have to imagine minneapolis must be like a second home for you now, absolutely right? yeah. yeah i was living there yeah um, i was there last summer for what would have been his 60th anniversary my oh, best yeah. friend and i went um 60th um, um birthday excuse me yes. my best friend and i went and it was a whole week full of Amazing. I mean, it was like every Prince fan in the world descended on on, on Minneapolis. Absolutely. We took the finally took the Paisley Park uh, Museum tour. I hadn't done that yet, yes. and I've been wanting to make the pil- pilgrimage to mm-hmm. Minneapolis since he passed away. And so I was happy I was finally able to do that and do it for what would have been his 60th birthday. And it was just an amazing celebration. Um, yes. And so I know, uh, and you saying the fans are showing you the same kind of love they showed him is because you are helping to carry along his uh, his legacy, continuing um, the legacy. You know, continue- Absolutely. Absolutely. his legacy and um and so we appreciate that and yes. by the way I, I read that you do work with uh, a charity in Houston is it because that's my hometown yeah we just did a event um not too long ago we did dress for success and I did the hair and uh, makeover oh. for them dress so, for success is it, it helps uh, Can you explain yes it's welfare to work women and they are in the uh, position of transitioning back to work and so they give them uh, clothes and that day we did full-on makeup and hair and it was just a blessing if you ever want to feel uh greater than is to serve someone else and you know even the greatest of them was a servant who was king jesus you know yeah. and 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 never be afraid to give back that's one thing that prince was never afraid to do always giving what can i do to help the community what can i do to empower our neighborhoods and our people you know he always asked us about what's going on in your neighborhood where can i be a, a, of service and we didn't it, most of it wasn't his service wasn't even yeah public, until right? until he died yeah he, he made everyone keep it a secret but he gave i mean millions and millions of dollars and people never knew but he was just an awesome man um uh just an awesome experience um, when the Mississippi Bridge broke and families died there. Literally, he gave uh, money to every family that uh, oh. lost a family member there. And it was just amazing. He made sure that he delivered the money, you know, through his own means, not through Red Cross and not because he said he didn't want to deal with red tape and bureaucracy. You know, bureaucracy. Mm-hmm. He wanted to make sure that the families themselves got the money. Mm-hmm. And um, same thing with... Um, uh, Black Lives Matter, you know, he mm-hmm. gave that young lady a huge, substantial amount of money mm-hmm. and was like, go save our communities, go save our people. And um, he was just, he just moved, uh, he moved in silence and he got things done. You know, uh, he had his own charity, Love for One Another Charity, yeah. which now Maite is over. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just awesome just to see him work and to see, like, we would have days where we would be on the tour bus and he would pull the tour bus off and we would stop where the homeless people were and we would literally hand out $100 bills, stacks wow. of $100 bills. Like, he just wanted to bless the people, you know, and no one knew anything about that, you know, and it, it was just awesome to see him be great, you know. It was awesome to see him be great. And, and you know, when I pray um, in the mornings, I always I always ask God that I can be a blessing to someone. Absolutely. Um, a blessing to those that I come in contact with. Right. Because we, we oftentimes, you know, 
during our daily uh, lives and even when tragedies happen, we feel like, oh my God, we don't have enough to uh, make a difference. But if you can just be a blessing to at least one person, Absolutely. you're doing your job. And as you said, Prince did it all, his whole lifetime um, without a lot of fanfare, right. without publicizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're continuing to um, do that. Thanks for doing that work in, in my hometown of Houston. Absolutely. Um, Dress for success? Dress for success. Okay, uh-huh. very cool. So, yes. Kim, um, thank you again. Kim Berry, Prince's longtime hairstylist. Oh, my God, so excited to meet you. I wish I could sit down in, in, the, in your chair and have you do my hair right okay. now. Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> Maybe we can set something up, Kim. Yes, let's do it. I'm here in Are you going to charge me an arm and a no, leg for No, absolutely not. No. Yes. <laughs> the book is called Diamonds and Curls, about her life, and she shares so much about her journey with Prince doing his hair for 30 years. The book is out now. Anything you want to tell the podcast listeners before we end this? I just say go to my website, www.diamonds, the letter N, curls, C-U-R-L-Z, and um, get the book. Um, you can go on Amazon. The Kindle is up right now. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, for people who want to, you know, have it on their laptops and, you know, soon the ebook will be out. And um, for uh, Barnes & Noble and everywhere else that, uh, you know, you you can buy books. But, uh, and then, you know, soon to be in the store. So, so um, the book tour is coming. If you go to my website, you can stay tuned with everything that's happening. Um, Kim be on set and diamonds and curls, and um, it'll show on my calendar everywhere I'm going to be. Yeah, so yes, cool. so every city we're going to stop in L.A., New York, Miami, all the big cities first, mm-hmm. and Chicago, you know, all of those. So I'm just excited, and I'll say, come on out, meet me. We're going to do meet and greets and parties and all this great stuff. And every time we stop, we're going to make sure that we connect with you know the local charities and, and do something. Because it's, we know that it's not about us, that yeah. it's, it's always about blessing somebody. Mm-hmm. We're blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. And so I just appreciate the fans for riding with me and, and, and coming along on this journey. And it's going to be an incredible ride. And, you know, I say, like Prince used to say, hold on to your wigs. So <laughs> so we, we in for a treat, y'all. We in for a true treat. Other mm-hmm. people say, hold on to your seat, Prince. Yes. Like, hold on to your hold wig. Hold on to your wigs, <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you said this is one of two books? Oh, one of three books. One of three books, yes. Okay, uh-huh. very cool. Because, uh, you know, I didn't want to give anybody the, the, the Bible version of it, you know. So I said, we, we're going to break it down in the, in the stories and I think, you know, give everybody small bites and, you know, give them something to look forward to. So it's going to be awesome. Very cool. Kim Berry, you guys pick up Diamonds and Curls. And uh, thank you for stopping by my All the Rage with Shelly Wade podcast. We thank love you, you for and having we appreciate me. you. Thank you for having me.